3: And we are back for El Coast to Coast, hour number two here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Great to have everybody with us here today on the grid. We got a lot to do in hour number two. We'll do NFL. We've got Davis Matic with the Lion's Share, Coach Young getting involved this hour as well. But before we get going, Joe, everybody needs to go out and get. The new SportsGrid app, that's right. It's available now on the iOS and at the Google Play stores. Of course, you can track scores and live odds. You can stay up to speed on all the latest content from your favorite hosts. You can watch or listen to us live anytime, anywhere on the app. You can watch SportsGrid on the app. You can listen to Sports Grid radio on the app, including Carver & Lisi, weeknights at 8 p.m. East. I mean, why not? I mean, just go ahead and get it done. You can follow Joe. Get all the clips from coast to coast. Uh, He stops in and says hi to K-Dub on Game Time Decisions. He's got pro football today, college football today, on and on. I think he was even saw a clip of him with uh, Ben and Donnie this week. Like Joe's everywhere on the grid during football season. So you can get all those clips if you follow him on the Sports Grid app. It is smarter to be on Sports Grid. Go to sportsgrid.com backslash watch to check out all of the places where you can find us. All right, Joe, here we go. The, I gave you the best against the spread through 12 weeks. How about the worst against the spread through 12 weeks? The Jets, yes, at the top, along with the Bengals and the Broncos, both all three of them a 4, 6, and 1 against the number so far this year. Giants and Chargers and Bills right there beside them. Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Patriots, uh, there you go, a little bit of the NFC South Invitational there with the Falcons, Saints, and Panthers uh, all at the bottom. We saw the Bucks on the other side of it, too. First, though, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El coast-to-coast Coast on a Tuesday, Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scottie. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159, and Sports Byline. Great to have you with us. Anything surprised you there, Joe? The worst against the spread so far this season.
4: Yeah, Bill Belichick, Balanchek, huh? He lost his mojo. He doesn't know his ass from his elbow anymore keep drafting a punter and a place kicker in terms of the upcoming draft right you can't win it on defense when your defense is just average and you have high school weapons surrounding bailey Zappi and mac jones at the quarterback position you can't just run it into a cloud of dust and expect to win ball games 17 to 13 anymore i mean that's the problem you know, how many coaches, that is why, I'll keep saying it, that is why we see these totals, 37-and-a-half, 34-and-a-half. We got gutless head coaches that all they want to do is run the football because they're afraid to be aggressive. And Bill Belichick is no exception, Carver. He He's never no, evolved from an offensive identity once he got rid of Tom Brady. I mean, let's be honest. Two and nine
3: against the number, and I think they can get the third uh, this Sunday at home against the Chargers, Joe. I think that maybe uh, we you're can probably get our right. You're probably right. What's it, it going to be? Thirty
4: <laughs> degrees. It's going to be if there's one gutless head coach, it's Brandon Stanley on the road. I yes. Mean, please. Uh, that, and he's starting right about to that. shake too. He's like a glass house. He's like glass, Joe. They hit him in the first round. He's got a standing eight. He doesn't know what to do. He's seeing. He's seeing three guys in the middle.
3: He's having a big, big problem, Joe. That's for sure. He could be the next guy on the list. Uh, There hasn't been many overs this year in the NFL. Uh, The unders are what's in play. But here are the teams, Joe, that actually do get over the number. The Lions, the Colts, the Cowboys, Washington, Arizona, and Chicago. So the Bears were seven and four. They get that fifth under last night against Minnesota.
4: Yeah, I mean, everybody on that list, for the most part, is a, a pass-first type of team. You could even throw, you know, Chicago in there, but I believe, what's the number when Justin Fields starts as a starting quarterback? I think they're, what, 5-2 and two or 6-2 and two to the over when he plays? I mean, they've played mm. a bunch of overs when Fields is in there, and they actually open up the offense. That, that has been the M.O., I mean, uh, of Chicago, right, over the past few games. The last night was a dead under. There's nothing you could do about that. But but for the most part, even when Fields is running the football, they're putting up points.
3: Well, you should have known, Joe, that's because they were playing a team that's at the top of the dead under list last night, uh, and that is the Vikings, dead under, 9-3 and three, to the under are Minnesota, along with the Steel- Steelers are actually 9-2. and two. Raiders, Giants, Saints, Chiefs, Panthers, Titans, Chargers, bucks i mean look at these joe all of these teams eight or nine of their games to the under that's just uh
4: the world that we're living in this year no because they have no playmakers and, and the reason i think why you're seeing minnesota there is because earlier in the year when they played teams like what's not san francisco but when they played la that total was like 54 and a half their totals in the early part of the year we're in the high 50s, right? 53 and a half, 54 and a half. That's why they went under. They weren't going over because they they weren't uh, scoring points. Their their totals were just set so high. So, you know, when Dobbs was in there, they're still putting up some points outside of last night, and, you know, they've won more ballgames. It, it is tricky. Outside of Minnesota, though, every other team doesn't have offensive weapons. I mean, the Giants, the Patriots, the Browns, there's no elite wide receiver talent there.
3: Uh there really isn't. Uh it's hard to come by elite <clears throat> quarterback play as well uh throughout the league. All right, odds to win the AFC, the Chiefs plus 190, Ravens plus 325, Dolphins plus 350, little gap, Jag's plus 750, another gap, Bills 18 to 1, everyone else 30 to 1 or longer to win the AFC.
4: I'm not so sure the Chiefs win it. I mean, I know they got right against the Raiders. But again, I'm not sold on their wide receiver core. I'm not sold on Rasheed Rice being consistent, Sky Moore. And we've seen Chavez Kelsey fail and tail off in games. That is the problem that I have with backing them. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then. Of those teams that are listed there,
3: who's going into Arrowhead and beating them in January?
4: Well, I think Jacksonville. And the reason why I say that is they went toe-to-toe with them last year and they're 5-0 and on the road. I mean, if you're going to take a team to upset Kansas City, you want a team that can win on the road or on a neutral field, and Jacksonville is 5-0. and Can't win it at home in Duval County, but they can certainly win it in terms of a, an opponent's territory, and that's obviously a put, pretty good recipe. Plus, they can run the football with Travis Etienne, Bigsby. I, I like that sort of recipe. If I had a bet right now, I would take a shot on the Jags plus 750 if all roads lead through Arrowhead. I would say your bills, but you can't win on the road.
3: Can't win any any big game, Joe. Uh, they well, lose you're all these one games. One five on the no. road,
4: Carver. You know that you can win no. in Orchard Park. You can't win in look. I, you I, know, I I don't
3: think that this year has been a home or road thing uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I I, I get that the numbers look that way uh, on the surface, Joe. I understand that, but there's a couple of road games they lost just for the the problems that have lost a lot of these games. It's that. Uh, they waited too long to take the chains off of Josh Allen. Uh, they just waited too long to allow him to be himself like they have the last few weeks, or else they shouldn't have lost a road game in Foxborough to, to the Patriots. Although, again, that's another game where he handed them a lead with less than two minutes to go, and they couldn't hold it. So, you know, you've got a lot of situations like that with the build defense. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast will come back. More to do on the grid right after this
1: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem, uh, Reese. You did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. As uh, Joe already. Uh setting the tone early in the week, uh during the breaks. Uh he's wondering why some of these teams are even gonna play in college football this weekend. And it's it's amazing, Joe. You're right. Like why why should Washington even go to Vegas uh no. for Friday night's game against Donegated shield delivered. seems like it's it's done right i mean i I don't probably no reason for gundy to for gundy to put the kids on the bus from stillwater down to arlington either right i mean
4: oh those Pokes have no shot no shot no shot right no i mean nah yeah that's sure no i'll tell you what (laughs) seriously clearly washington is outnumbered by oregon i mean just a better offensive defense line better quarterback better coaching I mean, heck, Oregon's undefeated. So, I mean, of course, oh, that's right. They lost to Washington in Seattle. I forgot. <laughs> I tell you what, right. the Huskies, the, the books know. Books know. Neutral field, Oregon, eight and a half, nine and a half. You know what? Washington shouldn't even show up. No, they have no shot to win this game.
3: None. Uh, might as well make it 10 at this point, Joe. Just get it to double digits.
4: Get it to 10. Why not? It's amazing. Looking at it, the message board, Oregon, which team is going to, which team is be, uh Washington, Washington, everybody. It's already penciled in. It's already penciled in. Oregon's already in the playoff. Congrats, Ducks. You did it. Finally. <laughs>
3: Done deal. Uh, I gave you the odds to win the AFC. Here's the NFC side of things, Joe, where um, you'd think the Eagles would be alone, but no, it's the Eagles and the Niners are both plus 170. The Cowboys are five to one. The Lions are eight to one. Everyone else is 40 to one or longer in the NFC. Uh, Of course, Eagles and 49ers uh, play each other this week in Philadelphia.
4: I mean, San Francisco's like Oregon. I mean, it doesn't matter. They could be playing the 1985 Bears. San Francisco, make them favorite. You know? I mean, who cares that the Bears had the dominant defense? It doesn't matter. You put Brock Purdy in any type of situation, Brock Purdy's going to perform. It's Shanahan. It's the lineage of a two-time Super Bowl champion, Mike Shanahan, right? Winner with the Denver Broncos. Elway, Terrell Davis, same thing with his son. I mean, how many Super Bowls has Shanahan won now? Oh, that's right, he lost. I forgot, but we keep instilling him as coach of the year each and every year when it should be Nick Sirianni. All right, Nick Sirianni is the best coach in the NFC. They have the better team. They've already beat their ass last year. And guess what? Uh, not San Fran, but Philly is 10-1 overall. They're 8-2 against the number. All they do is win against Kansas City and Buffalo. And when they beat San Francisco's ass this weekend, maybe, just maybe, the books will set aside the, the 49ers and put them rightfully where they should be at 4-1 to to win an NFC championship. I, I've had enough. We're acting like Brock Purdy actually w- went to the Super Bowl. No, it was Jalen Hurts that is 26 and 26-2 as a starter, did it in Alabama, is doing it now with the Philadelphia Eagles. He took his team to a Super Bowl, accounted for four touchdowns against the Kansas City Chiefs, almost pulled that ball game out, but we give all the love to Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy like they actually accomplished something. Can we stop? All right, since Joe's all hot, since since Joe's all hot and bothered, guys,
3: can we skip ahead to the Debo one? We'll do the Niners Eagles stuff now, and then we'll go back uh, to McCarthy. So here's so here's Debo. So if you remember, Joe, let me refresh your memory. After the Eagles beat up the Niners in the NFC Championship game, I mean beat them up uh, last year, of course they knocked Purdy out of the game, Josh Johnson, they knocked everybody. Uh, Debo did a lot of talking. About the Eagles. Uh, several things he said James Bradbury's trash, the other things about the organization. So Debo was asked yesterday does he take any of those words back as we get to game week against Philadelphia? Here we go. You termed James Brad, Bradbury trash.
0: After the game last year. Do you regret that? I mean,
1: then oh, that's it. Okay, stand by.
3: Confident, Joe confident i stand by everything uh that i said as they head into the link on sunday at 425 and yesterday joe it was two and a half today it's a flat three uh for the niners flat three road favorites at the link
4: best team best team in the nfl right now is the san francisco 49ers again how many games have they lost? Three. We discounted the, the loss to Cleveland and the loss to Minnesota. That was that wasn't right. But the team that only lost one game, they're the ones that are fighting for their lives. I, I it's it's a contrast in styles. We're going to see how this game plays out. I will say, from you know a, just a game plan perspective, if you are back in the Eagles, the one cause of concern happens to be the front seven in back-to-back games, the way James Cook and Josh Allen did run the football, and then obviously Kansas City in the rain. Both of those teams had success. That was an offense two weeks ago, a defense two weeks ago, only giving up around 67 rushing yards per game. We know San Fran wants to run it. If they have success, they're going to be in the ball game. But again, I go down to the physicality. I go down to the quarterback position. You have a guy who's done it as opposed to a team that hasn't accomplished anything yet. Okay, so the team that went to the Super Bowl last year was, in fact, the Philadelphia Eagles, not San Fran. Give me the home team plus the points. What do you think of uh, what's
3: kind of a higher total than we're used to, right? 46 and a half for this game. Are we going to get uh, some fireworks, yeah. or do you think it's going to be more of a grinded, type of, grinded out type of game?
4: No, I think it's going to be a blue-collar game. I don't think we're going to have fireworks, even though the weather might be a little chilly, and you know it might be a clean track in the sense of not a monsoon like it was last week. I think it's a black and blue type of game. I think it's a lot of running. DeAndre Swift, CMC, and I do feel that you know Philly might break it open in the second half, but it's after they they pound the rock with Hertz and DeAndre Swift early on. And we'll see. Early, we'll see. It's early in the week, Joe, but
3: um, I'm probably on the Niners. It's early in the week, but I'll, I'll be on the Niners just because uh, it makes You're no sense. To, yeah, the and, like the honestly, the Eagles are Eagles are better. Road. They're they home dogs here, I, and everybody's gonna be on the Eagles, Joe. No, everybody's gonna be like, you no, and Joe. are gonna go stroll into the window together. Everybody, was on the, the bills bills. Everybody
4: right. was on the Bills last oh, week. Everybody okay. was
3: on the Bills last week. And if you got it at the right time, you cashed. If you got it at three and a half, you cashed uh, before that number moved. So there was a there wasn't that three people, and a half
4: from midweek on. was it on. Plenty of people cashed tickets
3: with man. them. Friday, oh, Saturday, it moved to three, but plenty of people were able to get some three and a halves with the Bills last week, just like Good. plenty of people could have got uh, two and a halves with the Niners yesterday. The Cowboys and the Seahawks will start. Week number 13 on Thursday night at Jerry's World. Of course, it's a young man's game now, right, Joe, the head coaching. We got all the new whiz kids all around the league uh, who are running these teams. But Mike McCarthy and Pete Carroll, the older guard, uh, 72-year-old Pete Carroll, 60-year-old Mike McCarthy. That was brought up to him yesterday at his press conference about the old guys still getting it done.
4: Did you like to see
6: older coaches like this? I mean, Jim Schwartz is having great success. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go, old guys. Hell yeah! I mean, what do I want to say? Yeah. I think it's a, uh, you know just a testament to Pete, and you know uh, he's done it for a long time. He's done it at a high level. So yeah, I, I guess I, I never thought much about it, but I'll root for the old guys. So do you, yeah, definitely. You envision yourself in '72 still coaching. I don't know. I don't think so. I th- I'm hopeful with grandkids by then. I'll temper my enthusiasm to be here every day with you wonderful people. So. <laughs>
3: I'll tell you, Joe, uh, Pete Carroll's a young 72, right? Would you call him that? Yeah. still ball bounces around. around. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's still, he's still yeah. in phenomenal shape. Uh, this has gotten all the way up to nine, flat nine and a, 46 and a half for the Cowboys and Eagles. Quickly, Joe, some early thoughts.
4: I might take the points with Seattle because again I think there's a lower scoring game. Seattle wants yeah. to run it. I do, but I think Dallas oh, wins. I mean, they
3: they don't show up for you last week. Now you're going to go back them on the road in Dallas uh, against the Cowboys on Thursday night. Unbelievable. We'll come back. The Lions share Davis Maddox next on the grid
1: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem, uh, Reese. You did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is a whole new jungle. This is the lion's share. Brought to you by BetMGM. And we are back for
3: El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today, BetMGM. Has you ready to go. That is right. A $1,500 first bet offer. Bonus code SG1500. This is for all new BetMGM Sportsbook account users. You got to download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If the bet loses, if the bet does lose your bonus bets, will be available once your initial wager is settled. That is their $1,500 first bet offer from BetMGM. Please use bonus code SG1500. Speaking of BetMGM, it is time for the lion's share. Of course, every day, Davis Matic is with us. You see him on Fantasy Sports today, Saturday mornings, right here on the grid as well, every day on c to c Davis, good to see you as always, buddy. We have a lot of of nba to get into for tonight final night of the in-season tournament group stage uh, as we see who will be playing next week in the quarters uh, to get themselves potentially into vegas for those semis and the finals but before we get there davis let's do as we do on tuesdays a couple minutes uh, with the fantasy football and i do it for this reason it's the last like major bye week right you got six teams on a bye this week which is I kind of don't like how they do this after Thanksgiving. I, I feel it. like every everybody should be done by Thanksgiving. Like the week before Thanksgiving should be the last week that anyone is on a buy in the NFL. And there's actually two more Davis next week. Washington and Arizona have week 14 buys, which is honestly just stupid. But either way, we've got six teams this week. We also have some injury concerns, especially today with – Jonathan Taylor uh, popping up. So if maybe people threw Zach Moss away, uh, thinking that Taylor was the man again, uh, we've got some things to look at this week, Davis, on that market.
7: I mean, that would be the number one guy to add. I mean, maybe the number one guy. Like, if, if Zach Moss got dropped in your league, and you know what, Carver, I actually did drop Zach Moss in a league Two weeks ago, when the Colts were when the Colts were on their bye, coming back from Germany, I was like, I got this team, I got to fill out some spots. Zach Moss just played three snaps in that game in Germany. I'm going to drop him. Obviously, I'm regretting that right now. Honestly, I would anticipate it sounds like Jonathan Taylor is probably going to have surgery on this injury that he had to his hand. So I'm going to guess we probably just do not see Jonathan Taylor back during the The fantasy football season maybe he comes back week 18 maybe if the colts pip a playoff spot i mean the afc playoff picture is so uh actually both i was looking at the projected playoff stuff one through seven in each conference like if you've looked at it it's absolutely insane the colts are are definitely not dead yet for making a playoff spot which is just absolutely bizarre Uh, a couple of the other guys this week greg dorch for the Arizona Cardinals, I think he probably is still just going to be their third wide receiver, even when Michael Wilson comes back from this hamstring injury. He's been awesome. He has out targeted Rondell Moore seventeen to four the last two weeks, and then Pat Fryermuth. I mean, he looks like the number one beneficiary of the change of offensive coordinator. I mean, that first drive, the dude looked like Jimmy Graham. You know, just running those routes up the seam. He was awesome. So, but yeah, I mean, look, it's it's Week thirteen. We got six teams on by a lot of teams are just limping to the fantasy football playoffs. Like just, just make sure you are a a great, a great thing to do is uh, make sure you have, I'm in some leagues that lock waiver moves in the playoffs. So make sure you've got backup quarterback, tight end and kicker because you don't want to lose your league because Justin Tucker, uh, you know, ripped his hamstring in week 15.
3: Yeah, I got a league uh, where I'm in first, where I have Hawkinson on the buy this week, and I just saw that Frymuth is available there you uh, go. in that league. So we're going to have to uh, spend a little bit of money here this week and get ourselves him to slide in for Hawk. NBA tonight, a full slate, and depending on who you ask, Davis, meaningful games uh, if these teams are interested in moving on in this in-season tournament that we have cooking, why don't we start – with the Hawks, who of course uh, tonight are in Cleveland against the Cavs, getting four and a half, 237 and a half the total.
7: Yeah, getting four and a half, but to my mind, I mean, the Hawks have been a better team this season than the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you could say, well, you know, Jared Allen has been injured for a lot of that. Donovan Mitchell would probably be the best player on either of these teams. I mean, right now, the Atlanta Hawks are right about league average, uh, actually, slightly better than league average in net rating they are a really good offensive team i mean they are they are third in the nba in points per 100 possessions on offense and they're they're bad on defense i mean let's be let's be clear about this they are pacers wizards ask you're you're never gonna have that you're never gonna have that good of a defense when your backcourt is trey young right but Clint Capella, uh onyeka and kongwu two really good interior defenders and to be honest carver i i'm just kind of anti-cavs i i just have kind of been against them i think the the theory of the team made sense as they were constructing it, but Evan Mobley needs to play center. I mean, he just he he does not have the shooting range right now to be a power forward. I, and we see this all like we're seeing this with Wembenyana and the Spurs, like him and Zach Collins out there together. It's it's a disaster. I mean, it's uh, defensively it's really good, but offensively it's just a disaster to play those two guys. So I am uh, beginning the lion's share tonight by taking the Hawks plus four and a half on the road against Cleveland. Hawks and
3: Cleveland both do have a way to advance in this thing. They both need to win. They both need some help. Uh, besides that, in terms of point differential, et cetera, et cetera, uh, in their group. Next, the Bucks and the Heat in Miami, we do have one injury significance that we know here, Davis, which is no Jimmy Butler tonight. He is out. The Bucks now minus three and a half on the road.
7: Yeah, I, I would not. I would not take this number now. So Jimmy Butler, obviously. Uh, I mean, well, you know. Okay, so here's the. We did this last night, right? I said I don't care what the number is. The Clippers suck. We are still taking the Nuggets, right? And Reggie Jordan, uh, Reggie Jackson, and DeAndre Jordan. I mean, just unbelievable. They won outright. <laughs> like the, the Clippers are the most unserious team in the NBA. Oh, the sick. the thesis behind the Heat play not really that different. I mean, I don't think the Bucks suck the way I think the Clippers suck, but the Heat they are the most three of our starters are out but we don't care we are going to out effort out grit you you know grit and grind their way uh to a win i mean i'm going to assume that without jimmy butler this spread gets to six and a half probably and if that's where it settles i i would probably i would probably take that number i mean i don't know i don't know about you carver i i still am kind of waiting for the light to go on for the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean the, the the version of the Bucks team in my head that I imagine was they probably should be about the league's best offense. They are not, but the bigger problem is their defense per one hundred possessions. I mean it's Brooklyn Nets, Chicago Bulls S. They have Giannis and they have Brook Lopez, and they cannot figure out a way to defend. A big part of that is Chris Middleton's health, but I I remain pretty underwhelmed by the Bucks. You know through what fifteen percent of the season. You know the
3: weird part about this is this was official like a couple hours ago, Davis, and it hasn't moved, which, hasn't moved, which is yeah. very which is very bizarre to me because I was with you. I would have thought move a couple points um, after it was announced, but it's been a few hours and really just a, basically a half point, uh, three three and a half, right in that area. So uh, I think that tells me that the Heat are still going to be involved tonight, uh, one way, shape, or form, with the Bucks down in miami all right good one in minnesota the thunder and the timberwolves both of these teams uh, with some juice t wolves minus three and a half 228 and a half is the total
7: yeah, I uh, I mean it pains me to do, but I am picking against my boys, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They I I think the Thunder and the T-Wolves are sort of interesting. I mean, I think these are the two stories of the season. They were teams that kind of, you know, I think the Thunder's win total was 44 and a half. I think the T-Wolves was 47 and a half. They are going to blow past those numbers at this pace. I mean, they're going to they're going to hit those numbers by like uh, March, honestly, at at this pace. They have both been phenomenally good offensive teams Oklahoma City fourth in the NBA points per 100 possessions the Timberwolves uh not as good but when you look at the Carl Anthony Towns minutes they are really really good the Thunder are the Thunder are great i think they're awesome i think they're heading in the right direction the Timberwolves are just better man the Timberwolves are i assuming that Carl Anthony Towns you know just like doesn't complain about the fact that his touches on offense are limited i actually think the I think the Timberwolves can can win the Western Conference. I, I actually think they could even beat the Nuggets, being this good. So I am a, I'm going to take the T Wolves at home in the in season tournament pod. Wow, little T Wolves tonight. All right, next Dallas
3: and Houston. In Dallas, minus four and a half for the Mavericks, 228 and a half the total. Both of these teams with a cha- – actually, Dallas is out, uh, Davis, of the Indians. They're one and two. But Houston can advance with a win tonight over Dallas.
7: So I think that is uh, – I- I'm going to guess that's why this line is so tight. Is just like some of that motivation type stuff. But, you know, I mean, come on. This is still a game that the Mavericks need to be winning. And – Again, actually, it's kind of, I think it's kind of going a little bit under discussed, but the Mavericks are having like a much better start to this season than they were last season. They are 10 and six. The defense, it's not great. Uh, They did just get blown out by the aforementioned Clippers who stink, who neither of us really are that big on. But Luca is having a phenomenal year. Kyrie is playing pretty well. We also don't have a Kyrie controversy yet. I mean, who had that on the bingo card? We're a month and a half into the season, and we haven't had to have like a, an emergency press conference for Kyrie Irving up to this point. That feels like a pretty big deal. And how about Derek Lively Jr., the center? I mean, just starting as a 19-year-old in the NBA, so I'm taking the Mavericks tonight. I, I don't care that much about the in-season tournament element of yeah. it. 10 seconds,
3: Warriors or Kings? Late night. They've played some fun games. Give me the Kings. Give me the Kings. De'Aaron Fox is on one right now. I'm with you. Uh, I think the Kings, ever since they got Fox back, they've been rolling. The Lion Share, brought to you by BetMGM. Davis Maddox, we'll see you tomorrow,
2: buddy.
1: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem, uh, Reese. You did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us today, and also always great to have Coach James Young in the mix. Uh, as me and Davis were just saying, the final night of the group stage for the in-season tournament. Lots of big games, and we get Coach in the mix with us to break it all down. Coach, how are you, my man?
6: Carver, High, It's amazing. We were talking about this during the break. Like, this is November basketball, and I'm juiced up. Like, this is almost like, I don't want to say playoff atmosphere, but the NBA, they got this right with this tournament because there's a lot of intrigue with these matchups. There is,
3: uh, and like I said to you, I usually have zero interest in November and December NBA, zero. And because of a few things that I did before this started in terms of teams to win it, uh, I've gained interest. And and I have thought that some of the nights watching these games that they have had, not much, but a little bit of extra juice than the usual uh, November or December NBA regular season game. Before I get into the games themselves, Coach, Now, the odds that are up there for these teams to win this thing. Now, tonight's the last night of group stage. Next week, they'll have the quarterfinals Monday, Tuesday. Then they go to Vegas for the semis on Thursday. Vegas championship Saturday. The teams that don't make it, Coach, I think they're filtering them in two games next week at some point, I guess on those days where those in season tournament games aren't being played. But those teams are out. Who cares? Bucks right now are the favorites plus 280. Bucks win tonight. They win their spot. They'll be like the top seed in the East or whatever the deal is going to be there. Lakers plus 500. They've already advanced. Suns 6 to 1. Pacers 9 to 1. Kings 10 to 1. But, coach, you look down this list. There's opportunities here for some of these. There's a lot. There's 16 teams that can still get into these last six spots tonight. And some of them, Warriors 25 to 1. Celtics 20 to 1. You know, Cavs 50 to 1. Like, there's teams that if they got in, coach. Winning three games next week is not out of the question,
6: right? So th- there is value there, and, and Carver makes a great point because if you want to get on a team like the Celtics, you have to do it now because if they right. get in, that number is going to flip. They could go from twenty-two to one or twenty-one, wherever they are, to being one of the favorites to win because yeah. at that point it's a similar a single elimination event. So you got to start looking at the teams that you want and teams that are going to take this seriously, like. I don't know what their odds are, but to me, you you can't discount a team like the Knicks, which defend, shoot the three, and they're never out of a game. And if there's a coach, and and think about this, folks, the coaches, some of these guys are going to take this thing crazy seriously. If you're a young team, like a Sacramento, that flamed out in the first round, if you're a team like Cleveland that had not had playoff success, if you're a team like Indiana who hasn't been there, this is a litmus test to prep you for almost Game 7 situations, Carver High, every time you step on the floor. There is a lot of value. You just can't wait or you're going to miss out.
3: Now, the Celtics have a couple pass. If they win tonight and Brooklyn win Boston would have to absolutely destroy uh the bulls in their game in order to win that group they can also get in through the back door with the wild card uh if they have a better uh winning the percentage or whatever it is the point differential with all the other three and one teams coach so it's not out of the question there orlando's actually in the driver's seat but that's why coach i looked at these teams before this started in that same category that you just said got a king's ticket at 30 to one we have the t wolves at a big ticket at 41 you know teams that have the guys that can get this done because it's still November and December basketball. It's not serious playoff time, but it will give them a little bit of that boost to say, maybe we can do this in April. Yeah. Maybe we can. It, it gives them that little bit of a, of, of juice, Coach.
6: Yeah, and, that, and that's important. And I think that there, there's, there's motivation involved. And motivation is more than just money in regards to the 500K. It's motivation of advancing teams. Like, even though they're a favorite, why would Milwaukee want to win this? And go for it. Very simple. You have a first-year head coach in Adrian Griffin. You have Dane time there. They got bounced out in the first round of playoffs last year. They need to taste success. So you have to look at it and look at these teams. All right, I'll give you another one. We'll get into it probably a little bit. How about Houston? I mean, this team's been terrible for a long time. And now they're halfway decent, and you tell me that they are on the road, if I'm not mistaken, tonight, and they're underdogs versus a Dallas team that's nothing to play for? Like, come on, folks. Like, do more than just look at the analysis of what's going on. Think about situations of how teams want to play these out.
3: Let's start there, Coach, with this Dallas and Houston game, because you're right. For now, this is just another – November night on the Dallas schedule. like And they're off to a great start. They're 10 and six. Uh, they've, they play, they're not having played as well the last 10 days as they played uh, to come out of the gates. But this is a regular, regular season game for them. Houston, there's something on the table. And I think that Udoka and you have Van Fleet there now who's got veteran presence. I think they're going to look at the young guys tonight and be like, Let's go get this. Let's go have a chance to maybe go to Vegas next week uh, and make something happen. I like the Rockets tonight, Coach.
6: I'm all over them. Oh, I, I listen. I'll take the Rockets plus the points, and because they have to win Carver High, I would turn around and sprinkle it on the money line. Remember, if I'm not mistaken, win and in. So get the 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 points plus the points is almost protection. If anything, take them plus the points. Take them on the money line because. Either they're going to, listen, they're not going to get blown out. They're going to play close to the best. So your two-possession game you should be able to stay within it. And then obviously they're going to try and go for the win.
3: Rockets, you are absolutely right. I have all the scenarios in front of me, Coach. Rockets win, and they win the group. Uh, they're playing uh, next week uh, and in one of those group in the quarterfinal games with the final eight. All right, Knicks are home against the Hornets. No Lomelo ball for Charlotte. This has gotten to 11 and a half. 220 and a half is the total. Knicks are alive, coach. They need to win and win big to have a chance to advance.
6: Yeah, and I, and I do like the Knicks tonight. Think about this, folks. Their team total is, I do believe, 116 and a half, okay? Think about this for a second. When the Knicks have played teams under 500, they have gone over this number four out of five games. The only time they didn't was against the Clippers. We know the Clippers are better than the under 500 team, but also think about the fact that they've played Charlotte twice and they've gotten over 120 points or plus each time. They have to win, they have to win big, which means tips, keep the starters and more, take the Knicks team total over, or if you wanna say, I don't wanna deal with that, just take the Knicks in the first half. Because at that point, you want to jump a team early and get ahead and know what you're playing for in the second half. Uh, let's go
3: to Boston next. On a normal game like this, Coach, with the awful Bulls coming into the garden, I would say I wouldn't go nuts with player props. This is probably one of those nights where you won't see Tatum and Brown in the fourth quarter. You know They're, they're probably going to roll the Bulls early, and that's that. Do they care about this? Because if they do... Those guys are going to stay in, in the fourth
6: quarter and completely drub the bulls because that's going to get them into this thing next week. Well, you think about this, folks, and this is all crazy in uh, East Group number C. It's almost like they got to win, they got to win big, and then you have to turn around, and then you got to see what happens with the magic. But it's also the fact that if you look at the situation, folks, there's also the wild card. Now, I know the Celtics are a zero. But could they go and try and win by a ton? The Heat lose; they got two losses. If somehow the Knicks lose, they get two losses. The Magic wanted them to win the group, and now they have to outplay the Cavs. So, do you see what I'm saying here? Like, there are multiple paths, and the smart thing Carver High, that the NBA did, is kind of like the end of the English Premier Soccer season. Coach knows a little bit of thing about soccer. They're playing every game at the same time. So everybody doesn't know what's going on. They all have to go for it, and they'll be up to the coaches to let their players know, hey, we're going for it, we're not going for it. But smart by the NBA playing as many games at the same time.
3: Milwaukee in Miami against the Heat. No Jimmy Butler for Miami tonight. This is three and a half. Honestly, Coach, thought it would move a little more with no Butler, but it really didn't.
6: Uh, 228
3: and a half the total. Are the Heat gonna be around in this tonight?
6: It's a, it's amazing, right? It's amazing that it moved about a point with Jimmy Butler, which is, which is craziness. Now, the Bucks. very simple. They have such a high plus minus that even if they lose, they're, they're gonna probably, get the yeah. one. Card. They're gonna get in. So this, honestly, folks, this is, to me, a play it live game. See what happens early on. The closer that this game is, the more you want to take the heat. But, folks, listen to me carefully. You got to look at the heat versus what's going on with the Knicks. If the Heat are winning and the Knicks are winning, what? That's what you got to start watching because the Heat are seven points behind the Knicks, and the Knicks right now, depending what happens in Group C, they are the leader in the clubhouse in the wild card standings.
3: And really, everyone else in the East is rooting for the Bucks to win tonight, Coach. Because if they fall back, like you said, that that brings them into the three and one crowd, and it makes it more difficult. The Bucks win; it's them. The Heat get a second loss; they drop out of the three and one tiebreaker. Makes things very difficult for others. uh Thunder and the Timberwolves. T Wolves minus three and a half, two twenty-eight and a half. The total.
6: This is the sneaky great game of the night, because folks. Do you know that this is the teams that are first and second in the Western Conference? Can you imagine that? But here's the thing. As great as the Thunder have been on the road, what do they have to play for? Nothing. Minnesota can win the group. They win. Golden State beat Sacramento. Possible. Minnesota beats Oklahoma City by at least nine or so points. Possible. So I do like Minnesota in this spot, although Oklahoma City has been one of the best stories in basketball to start the season.
3: We've had a lot of Warrior-King games, uh, really, Coach, in the last, what, six, seven months, if you include the seven games in the first round. But honestly, Coach, I don't mind because every game between the two of them is fun. It's always fun when the Warriors and the Kings get together.
6: Yeah, and remember that 50-piece well, that, that Steph Curry dropped in game number seven? I, I think there's going to be final works tonight. Golden State also has a chance, and it's, you, you, you got to look it up. There's so many scenarios, I'll make your head spin. But I'll say it to you this way. It's going to be competitive. There's going to be scoring, which means stuff is going to try and go off. And I got a sneaky suspicion, folks. He's been playing terribly. Maybe Clay Thompson shows up. His points prop is really, really low at 15 and a half. Uh, Golden State wins the group uh, with a win
3: and a Minnesota loss or a win and winning the point differential over Sacramento and Minnesota. That's if if the Timberwolves win as well. So... The Warriors who haven't played well, who are the Eight and nine, coach, nine and eight, whatever they are, mm-hmm. to start the year, you know, they they got an opportunity tonight. Uh, and again, it's for me, coach, it's do the older players who are so established and have won a lot in this league care tonight about this? Does Steph Curry care about this tonight? Does Ya, you know, yes, they're gonna be in anyway. Do these players that are established care, or are the young guns the Anthony Edwards, uh, the King, the guys on the Kings are those the guys that are going to take over tonight uh, and take this thing over, Coach. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and thanks as always, and it's a good night of basketball. Thanks.
6: Hey, listen, get your NBA League pass, get four games up, and get your full ready because this is going to move really, really fast.
3: Coach James Young, Pharrell coast to coast on a Tuesday. We will come back. We got a lot more to do on the grid right
2: after this.
0: The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
3: And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver, I, and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. It is time. For this day in Carver High history, everybody clamors for it. 1957, Joe, Raves pitcher Warren Spahn wins the Cy Young Award. 72, Dodgers trade Frank Robinson to the California Angels. 74, MLB Commissioner Bowie Kuhn suspends George Steinbrenner for two years. Because of his federal conviction for illegal contributions to political campaigns, they tried to get rid of George a lot of times. 75, Bobby Orr plays his last game for the Boston Bruins. 76, Ottawa beats Saskatchewan in front of a record crowd of 53,000 to win the Great Cup. Uh, 78, Oklahoma running back Billy Sims wins the Heisman. That was back when the Heisman mattered, Joe. 78, Reds fire Sparky Anderson after nine years. 79, Rick Sutcliffe wins the NL Rookie of the Year. 81, Bear Bryant Wins his 315th game to become college football's winningest coach. He's now eighth. 82. Edmonton wins a fifth straight Grey Cup. They beat Toronto. 89. Ricky Henderson signs a record contract yeah. worth three million with the Oakland A's. Their whole payroll wasn't three million last year. 2005. Ronaldinho is named the winner of the Ballon d'Or over Lampard and Gerrard. 2015. Tyson Fury. Beats uh, Klitschko by unanimous decision to win the WBA, WBO, blah, 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 Ring Magazine, all the linear titles, whatever. He won the heavyweight championship of
4: the world. There
3: you go, Oh, John. yeah. Uh, for, Little
7: Burt
4: sugar. Little burnt sugar yeah. back in the day. Love Burt yeah. sugar. yeah, yeah.
3: No doubt. Uh, and Billy Sims, uh, Joe, you remember that one in 78.
4: Uh, oh, number the 20, baby. Loved him <laughs> before Barry Sanders in the, in the Pontiac Silverdome. Uh, we have another hour to go, Joe. Lots
3: of college football for you. We have NBA tonight. We have hockey tonight. We have college basketball tonight. We have a lot to do in our final hour. Coast to coast, rocking with you, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We keep it going right after this.